All right, guys, thank you for that carrier update. It's time now for our community segment here on this Wednesday. So we're catching up with Alan Adler, and he's got Truck Tech back in the United States edition. Alan, before we dig into it, how was your trip to Sweden? It was good, but you know, they keep you so busy that, you know, other than say walking uh, back from dinner or something, you don't get a lot of free time to, to do stuff. But my first trip to Scandinavia, really uh, pretty special and, and, and a, a really great opportunity uh, to gather a lot of content, which will be playing out over Truck Tech in weeks to come. Uh, starting today, by the way, uh, we'll have our, our live in Sweden episode. I spent some time with, uh, with Tobias Bergman. He is, uh, believe it or not, this interesting title. He is the director of Press Fleet and other activities like that for Volvo. They do a lot of um, customer testing and uh, on the island of Hissingen, which is right next to Gothenburg. And uh, so I spent a little bit of time with him, uh, shot video and so forth. And uh, shout out to South Turk, did a great job putting together today's episode. Um, obviously, you know, I was there when I did it. So that's why it's live in, not not. Uh, from Sweden. But uh, so we'll do that uh, today. And then we've got a couple more coming up in a few weeks from that trip um, back out on the airplane Saturday to Germany for a Daimler trip next week. We hope to have a live from Germany event there. Um, we've we've got some plans. And I want to reveal what those are. Um, but so that's the TV side on the on the newsletter side this weekend, um, or Friday, I should say, we'll be uh, looking to uh, sort of report back on an interview we did with Brian Seleski. Brian it was the uh, co-founder of Argo AI, a, a autonomous uh, passenger vehicle company that Ford Motor Company and Volkswagen both uh, sort of stepped away from. And so the business went under, but they, uh, Brian and his uh, longtime partners have relaunched a trucking company called Stack AI, uh, or Stack AV, excuse me. And, and essentially they're going to get into the trucking business. And you need to take these guys seriously because among the three of them, they've got 70 years of experience. They've already helped Caterpillar launch uh, uh, autonomous mining vehicles uh, down in Brazil. And so, you know, they have plenty of experience and, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, I think it was, a, I think it's a, a, a substantial backing from SoftBank. So uh, we'll be getting into a little bit of our discussion with him in the, in the newsletter on Friday, plus catching up on a lot of other things that quite honestly, you don't write when you're not here. And Alan, uh, of course, glad uh, travels have been safe and looking forward to that coverage. We're looking at Stack AI and looking at that runway. Just how big or how long is that runway we're looking at financing? I, I think they're in, in really good shape. I think I think it's a, I think they've got you know a backing of of I believe it's a billion. I may have that number wrong. I don't have it. Well, hold on, I can get it before we get off the air. But uh, basically, they've got a, a substantial runway to get done what they need to do. They've already got a few trucks, Anthony, on the road. Uh, again, with safety drivers at this point, um, a lot of their technology from Arco AI. Uh, which was again focused on passenger vehicles, ride hailing, and that sort of thing, um, has uh, you know has transferred over plus all the accumulated knowledge that they've had over the years. So um, I don't think they're giving any dates yet in terms of when they'll be out there. They're still somewhat in stealth mode. This has been known uh, about since around March when they said they were going to do something new, um, but uh, you know came out uh, you know with the backing of SoftBank. So I think they're probably in pretty good shape um, in terms of getting done what they need to do. They're also also looking at, uh, you know, a heavy focus on uh, AI with this, uh, you know, machine learning uh, in the trucks and, and that sort of thing, which just seems to be a, a bit of a trend we're starting to see now, a lot less uh, in terms of just, you know, the compute, but also now the, the machine learning that goes with it, um, you know, to, to make these trucks uh, smarter every time out or almost every time out. 
So Alan, that $1 billion in backing from SoftBank is super key to this, right? Especially because we're at a time where we've seen a lot of these autonomous tracking partners fall out of the market. They kind of came forward during that SPAC rush. A lot of them struggled for a little bit through last year, and now we've seen some of them, the really big names, decide that this is not the time or the opportunity for them to continue seeking it. How is this backing from SoftBank maybe unique to the situation of Stack and is it part of the reason why we saw maybe them come forward as some of those other big players stepped out? Well, I think, you know, we've been talking for months, Kaylee, about this whole idea of a, of a, uh, of a shakeout. And, and we've seen it, and it's continuing. You're going to start hearing some different names. You're going to start hearing names like Wabi, and you're going to hear about Stack, and you're going to hear about a few others along the way that are attracting, uh, uh, that are attracting funding at this point. Um, I think that's kind of natural in a, in a new business area, you know, where autonomy is still quite young. Um, but you're right. I mean, you know, we've, we've uh, bid a uh, farewell to Embark. Uh, Waymo has sort of paused for now its trucking efforts. Um, the, so, you know, it's real hard to sort of pick a, a, a group of winners at this point because there are new people like Stack coming into the space. And I, and I think, you know, you're just going to have to wait and see, you know, is the definition of commercialization going to change? I think that's, that's the other question is, you know, um, yes, it's important from a business perspective to get the drivers out of the trucks uh, for, for that middle mile. But is there really a rush to do that if you can prove out the technology with the safety drivers in the trucks? And I think that's what we're going to continue to see for quite some time. Now, Aurora is out there with a prediction of you know pulling the driver in late 2024. Interestingly, when TD Cowan began coverage of the company this week, they said, you know what, we're going to start our coverage, but we're going to watch real carefully because we don't know if they can make that date. And if they can't, what will happen to the stock? And therefore, you know, do we need to, you know, just kind of stay on the sideline for a while, even though we've initiated coverage? And I think the interesting thing for Aurora is they did get $850 plus million of new funding on top of what they got in their SPAC um, after some rough financial times. You know, they've kind of traded, they were trading around a dollar a share. Now they're around $3 a share. But, uh, you know, still um, quite a bit to prove. I think what it was interesting that TD Cowan said, you know, it's kind of opaque, everything they said in terms of readiness to, to do this. But they are running in Texas, uh, you know, uh, actual loads revenue generating loads and have been for quite some time they've got their you know their truck uh, uh transfer points set up in south of dallas and in houston so you know they're sort of ready to go at least from their estimation and alan heavy speculation here but in terms of these new interests entering the market like uh stack are there any potential possibilities of some type of acquisition or partnership from some of the bigger players in the industry you know, I think more than uh, partnerships or, or uh, mergers there, Anthony, I think what you can watch for is, you know, where are some of the partnerships with the manufacturers going to come from? Remember, Aurora has it uh, with both Packard and with Volvo and uh, Torque, of course, because they're, they're uh, mostly owned by Daimler is tied up there. Uh, Navistar continues to be uh, sort of available, if you will, because they broke up with Too Simple. So, you know, we speculated in, in the newsletter about Kodiak possibly going uh, going with them and Don Burnett did not poo-poo that at all. He thought that was, you know, actually a pretty brilliant idea. Um, and he smiled when he said it. Uh, I think, you know, I've asked the same question of Brian Selesky, you know, for this weekend is, you know, does Navistar make sense? Well, everybody, you know, makes sense if you're going to get a partner that will get you closer to having the redundant chassis that you need, you know, those repetitive operations that a driver would basically take over if you had a problem. Now you need some kind of, uh, 
you know, software to do that. And, and also, uh, you know, it needs to be sort of built from the ground up. And of course, Navistar was well on the way with Too Simple over two years of partnership. And so, uh, you know, I would expect to see something more in that area than I would a merger of necessarily uh, these technologies. I think we'll just continue to see, uh, you know, kind of rises and falls in that space uh, for a while. Like I said, we're going to start focusing on a few companies we haven't written much about. Might make sense. Got to make sure it makes dollars also. Alan, thank you for joining us this morning. Great to have you as always. We'll catch Truck Tech the show this afternoon and the newsletter on Friday. Thank you, guys. Right now, we're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back with more Footloose Now.